Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. You know, I was thinking about the World Cup, and it's going to go down in November in Qatar. It's going to be great. And I was thinking, uh, the USA finally gets in after missing out on the last one. And that was a drag. And then Italy, how about the Italians? They'll miss two straight World Cups, which is unheard of. So I was thinking about who's won the most World Cups. The first World Cup was held in 1930, and it was won by the host, Uruguay. And uh, 13 teams took part in that tournament, and now it's 32 teams with the uh, 26th edition set to be uh, 48 teams. But when you look at it, who's won the most? Brazil has won the most. They've won it five times which is more than any other nation. Germany and Italy have won the competition four times. Brazil in 58, Pele uh, scored uh, in the final against Sweden in their first World Cup triumph. Then again in 62, four years later, they beat Czechoslovakia. Eight years later in 70, Pele again scored in the final as Brazil beat Italy 4-1. Then it took till 94 for Brazil to get it again. They beat Italy on penalties in the final. And then 2002, Ronaldo scored twice as Brazil beat Germany in Japan. What about the Germans? They won it in 54. Uh, They got it. They beat Hungary 3-2 in the final. In 74, they did it again uh, 2-1 over the Netherlands in 90. Uh, they beat Argentina one nothing, and in 2014, uh, in 113th minute of the final against Argentina, the Germans got it done again. As for Italy, who I told you they missed two in a row, they won it in 1934 over Czechoslovakia, in 38 over Hungary, in 82 they beat West Germany, and Paolo Rossi, uh, Marco Tardelli and Alessandro Altabelli all had goals. And then in 2006, you remember, uh, they beat France and they did it on penalties. Argentina's won it twice in 78. uh, They beat the Netherlands. And then in 86, they beat West Germany 3-2 in the final. France got it twice. In fact, they won the last one, but uh, they won in 98. 
uh, Zidane scored in their 3 nothing win over Brazil. And in 18, uh, they beat Croatia 4-2. to Uruguay did it in uh, 1930. They beat Argentina in 50. Uh, they got it done over uh, Brazil at the Maracana, the legendary uh, stadium. England has won it once in 1966. Of course, they beat uh, West Germany 4-2. Everybody fears England uh, that they're in Group B with the Americans. But the bottom line is they've only got it done once. That's one more than the U.S. Spain did it once. Can you believe that, that they've only won it once? Uh, They got it done in 116th minute in 2010 when they beat the Netherlands. Since the 2000s, it's been Brazil in 2002, Italy in 2006, Spain in 2010, Germany in 2014, France in 2018. Now we've got Qatar in 2022. I got to go back to uh, Sunday night when uh, South Carolina, the number one ranked team and tournament favorite, They got uh, redemption uh, after uh, they lost in the Final Four to Stanford last year. They got it done. They won their second national championship as they blew out UConn at the Target Center in Minneapolis. The Gamecocks, who went 14-0 against teams ranked in the AP Top 25 this year, became the eighth team to win multiple national titles in women's history, joining... UConn that has 11, Tennessee 8, Stanford 3, Baylor 3, Notre Dame's won it twice, USC twice, and so has Louisiana Tech done it twice. South Carolina, the 12th team to go belly-to-belly as the number one team in the land in the AP poll and win it all. Dawn Staley got her second ring. She said our path uh, was divinely ordered. Gamecocks junior forward, uh, Aliyah Boston, the national player of the year from the Virgin Islands, recorded her 30th double-double of the season with 11 points and 16 boards and was named the most outstanding player of the tournament. Staley 2-0 now in title games after leading her team past Mississippi State in 2017. Uh, It's unbelievable Staley's the first black coach to win multiple Division I national championships. She wouldn't admit that they have a dynasty. Uh, She said that UConn's 11 are still the standard, but she said that uh, her team had season-long domination and defensive prowess that made it her best team at South Carolina, even better than the other title team. They finished the tournament allowing... 45 points a game, the second lowest mark by a national champ. Uh, I guess the best one ever was UConn in 2010. It's the first time UConn coach Gino Ariyama has lost a title game. He was 11 and 0. The Huskies went 30 and 6. Their 11 titles are tied for the most in D1 basketball, are still in search of their first championship since uh, four straight from 2013 to 2016. Their five straight NCAA tournaments without a title are the longest they've gone uh, since earning their first title in 95. 
How about this kid, uh, Destiny Henderson, the guard, the little uh, guard was unbelievable. She's tiny. First player since 2000 to set a career high in scoring in a, in a chip. She had 26 in her final game of her college career. She also had four dimes, two boards, and was tough defensively. And uh, she went up against Paige Beckers, everybody's favorite player in the world. She's awesome, no doubt, but 14 points. Not a bad game, but certainly not as good as Henderson. And she said, I, I don't even know how I uh, had a career hire, to be honest with you, but when people spoke about it and let me know that it's even more of a blessing, just an honor to do it in this moment, a special moment for all of us that we're going to remember forever. The game started. She jacked a three 22 seconds in, and they got the lead, and that was it. They never trailed again. South Carolina scored 13 of the game's first 15 points, and they were up 30 to 12. And UConn finally got going. They had a 15-5 run to cut the deficit to seven, and it was 35-27 at the half. So after the half, South Carolina ran it back up to 16 midway through the third quarter. Then the Huskies rattled off a 10-0 run, and it included their first threes of the game. And it was all of a sudden a six-point game at 43-37. But the Gamecocks scored the last three of the third and then six of the first eight in the fourth to get their lead back, you know, to like where they like it. Fudd and Becker hit threes to make it a 10-point game with three minutes left. But the Huskies never got any closer. How about the Gamecocks on the boards? 49-24, to 24, the second highest rebound differential in chip history on the women's side of the NCAA tournament. South Carolina shot 17-26 from the line. Uh, UConn, one of four. They didn't get to the line. And you know what? South Carolina played great defense. And UConn didn't deserve to be at the line because they didn't draw any fouls. You know, I got to tell you, I watched all the women's tournament, and the Final Four was awesome. And the championship game uh, was domination by South Carolina. But I was impressed, for sure, with the ladies' ball. And uh, they, they delivered a good – it was great watching them play. One other thing I wanted to talk about was JoJo Embiid. Uh, he says he doesn't uh, know what he's got to do to win the MVP. He had 44 points in a win over the Cavs Sunday night. He made 17 free throws, 17 rebounds, five block shots, made three three-pointers, and had three dimes in 38 minutes. He has 11 games with at least 40 points and 10 boards. Only Westbrook and Moses Malone have had more in a single season since the merger. Both of those players won MVPs in those seasons. Westbrook and Malone did it 12 times each. Embiid said, if it happens, great. If it doesn't, I don't know what I have to do. I feel like they hate me. I feel like the standard for guys in Philly, or for me, is different than anyone else. The Joker is the heavy betting favorite to win the award uh, with odds up to as much as minus 300. Embiid uh, has now the second shortest odds at plus 270. Doc Rivers credits Embiid for getting the Sixers through the Ben Simmons saga. 
He said he was our second best player at the time and was out. And at the All-Star break, when we made the trade, we were a game out of first place in the East. There's a lot to be said about that. Embiid is averaging 30.2, 11.6 boards, and 4.2 dimes per game this season. That is absolutely crazy that this guy isn't going to win the MVP. And they're going to give it to the popularity contest and big chunky joker. I know he won it last year. I will never agree uh, that he should win it this year. I think what Embiid has done, belly to belly, is MVP stuff. You got to give it to Embiid, but they're not going to. You know they're going to screw it. And screw me, because I got a ticket for 300 grand. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 